been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm your host, Gene. Today is July 12th, 2021, and this is episode 43. We want to thank you in advance for taking this magical journey with us through all things Disney. We have a big show today. We have a special guest in the house today. Lisa, the Castle Runner, is here, and she'll be talking to us about some Run Disney stuff and how to prepare for these upcoming Run Disney events. We're also going to talk about our dream photo shoots in Disney. So we'll each pick a park, and we'll talk about how we would produce our own photo shoots. Plus, we have all the latest Disney news and info, but first, let's do the Disney Underground Roll Call. The Disney Underground Roll Call. Up first, the best owners of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. What's up? Hi. 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 How's it going, guys? Good. We're just coming back from our exciting excursion to the Ball of Twine. I seen it. I thought I saw Clark Griswold there with you. Is that, is, or is that just a rumor? Don't give away your secrets. Your guys' videos, the videos are funny. <laughs> Why was there was there a Clark Griswold in the video? I was just saying it as a joke because that would be like a Clark Griswold type of trip. It it totally, yes. We are the Griswolds, pretty much. It, it doesn't. Take- <laughs> the videos were funny. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Thanks. We are um, working on you know the full edit version because you know America. Yeah see about this topic. i gotta admit you guys no, have a lot more a lot more energy than i would have anticipated <laughs> yeah <laughs> what say. do you mean I you guys move pretty well that. man you guys move pretty well i was like holy <laughs> cow look at her go <laughs> did you did you post the uh, uh fieri yet no uh, guy fieri's yeah, brother dan fieri is going oh i gotta see this uh, yeah, make an appearance. Not yeah. not in costume or anything, but no, but we saw him in He's, in voice. Yeah. Yep, you'll you'll hear yeah. it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, back fresh from Disney from sunny Miami, we have Joey in the house. What up, Joey? What's up? Super How happy to be back. Um, How was the trip? The trip was good. It was uh, it was hot. Obviously, um, it didn't rain till late in the week. But you know, we stayed at Coronado, which was you know an outstanding resort. Really enjoyed staying there. That was the first time we stayed there. But it was great. I mean, you know, we hit all the parks. Crowds weren't too mad until we got to Universal and Islands, kind of where they're just like, "F it, we're just, we're just at one hundred and fifty percent capacity. We don't really care." So when you yep. get, let me tell you, when you get. Back, Get back there near near uh, Harry Potter Land and all that stuff. Oh my God! It's that's just, what's that's where it's crazy. Is Harry the, yeah, Harry, the Harry Potter area? It was almost and unbearable. The, the Jurassic the Jurassic World area. Yeah, those it was. are the two was, spots that are like it was almost. Yeah, it was almost unbearable. But we did. Do they have uh, times where it isn't like Disney? You know, lower yes. crowds. Does Universal have that? Yeah, it was. Um, it was bad. Obviously, in the morning, and it was bad. Well, pretty much most of the day. But as the day got on around two or three, it started thinning out, even in, in the, you know, in the Harry Potter area near near Hogwarts. And we took the express and we did go on um, Escape from Gringotts and stuff like that. It did start thinning out later in the day. But How late it, typically does Universal stay open? It closed at nine when we were, oh. when. well, actually I should say, okay, Islands closed at 10, Universal closed at nine. So it, it's just a one hour difference. And we opened and closed the park. So we were there from- both of them. Yeah, we, we did the whole thing. So we were there for when they, the minute they opened to the time that they closed. And it was, you know, it was funny because uh, Sammy's sister wanted to do Rip Ride Rocket really bad. And we were trying to just squeeze everything in at the end. And there was only, I don't know, 
a little bit of time left. We just got off Spider-Man and the park Universal closed in about 15 minutes and we gave her the pass and she ran from (laughs) Spider-Man. She ran past the cafe, crossed over and she got in and she actually got on. So we kept walking and we get over there. I'm not kidding. We get in there. We go back through the entrance. Me and Aiden, uh, Sammy stayed outside. Me and Aiden went through the entrance to get because he really wanted to ride it as well. But there was no way he was going to run that distance. It's like, it's just not going to work. We get up to the thing and they're letting still people on. I'm like, oh, you know, into the line. I'm like, great. He gets to us. He's like, oh, sorry, guys, it's closed. And I'm like, (gasps) oh, yeah, we were the, yeah, we were the last people to try to get on. They said, yeah, yeah. So that was, that was a bummer. You know what I noticed with with Universal a little bit too, is they close early at times for like functions. So like this time you don't even realize they're closing at seven because there's going to be an event there. Orlando Informer does a lot of events there where they actually shut down the park and you have to have like a special ticket through Orlando Informer to be able to uh to go so i noticed i noticed that when i was there a few times when i was down there that universal i i thinking you know i had till eight nine o'clock and they were closing at like seven because it was just for like ticketed events so i know they do that a lot um but it's always like yeah one park always is open till a certain point and the other park always closes the hour later right sam's in the house what's up sammy hi you're late sammy i'm so sorry well all right yeah she showed up i got kidnapped (laughs) she did show up I was just telling him how the trip went. It went great for her because she was searching for merch for me while she was yeah. there. <laughs> that seems to be, listen, that's, that seems to be the last couple of trips now. That's like the theme. We'll see something. She's like, hang on. I got to text Dan. And she's like, <laughs> well, you know, the bummer of this whole thing, I got kind of my fault. I got screwed over by one thing is I wanted the country bears print. But what was happening is all my texts were not notifying me. They were going to my phone, but it wasn't going off and so she would send me this stuff all of a sudden i noticed it and she was gone she's yep. and so by the time she went back to get my country bear print it was closed yeah, but fantasy land where bell is they close early <clears throat> so but hey it's good to be back and by the way i did listen to the show morgan was good as always and you guys were great so we missed you yeah you were definitely missed morgan's great but you guys were definitely missed yeah so, so i'm glad to be back cool um, let's let's talk about our sponsor, Magical Travel by Brian. The Disney Underground is proudly brought to you by the Magical Travels by Brian. Contact Brian to help you book your next Disney vacation. Magical Travel by Brian can help you not only book your next Disney vacation, but also much, much more. Brian can also help you book your Universal Studios vacations, all-inclusive Caribbean resorts, cruises, corporate travel. They can even help you book your own destination weddings, even Disney destination weddings. They're going to get you the best possible price on your trip, and that's a promise. And you know what the best part is? Dan, what's the best part? It's free! Free, 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 free. That's free, right. Free, 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 free. Completely free. It's a no-brainer. It doesn't cost a cent. For info, reach out to Magical Travel by Brian. You can check them out on their website, www.magicaltravelbybrian.com. Email brian at magicaltravel.com. And by phone, 1-800-883-1535, extension 55. And that's Brian no, spelled no, no, B-R-I-A-N. Um, what was the extension? Double, double nickel. There we double go. Nickel. There we go. <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, I don't know, let's get into some uh, Disney news. Disney news. Okay, so uh, let's go, Joey and Sam. What do you guys got in the news this week? 
So there's a new launch flight backpack now showing up in the shops around Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort. It's mini ear launch flight backpack. It's all white and it features smaller monochromatic mini ears all over it. And it costs about $75. The coolest part of the new mini backpack is that you can attach your favorite pair of mini ears to the top of it. That's pretty cool. I wish I would have been there. I feel like they had no merch when I went. <laughs> I would have loved this bag. I gotta give you credit did for putting monochromatic correctly. <laughs> did you get any lounge flies to strip? None. I got a Buzz Lightyear. So you did get a lounge fly. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> That's so surprising. I know, right? I only have like only a couple. Listen, if they had really good ones, it would have been more than one. I was. I love how she complains that there wasn't any mercs there. Oh, you know, I got. A, I did get a lounge fly though. I got. That's the only thing I got. Wait, wait. What else? Did, did we get the? One thing? No, we didn't. Um, we got the launch fly bag and we got the Jungle Cruise board game. Oh, yeah. Dan's got that. Yeah, but Dan ended up getting more merch than we did. So He did. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I'd like to get more stuff, but Dan takes all the, up the whole trunk space. Here's the funny part. There would have been more if the store didn't close before Dan. Um, well, listen, I did put a stop because she showed me the puzzles and I'm like, oh, my God. I know. Yeah, I wanted is. these puzzles. I'm like, I'm not going to have her look these puzzles around. No. So I said no. <laughs> Okay, we were at, we were looking for like kind of like what you were looking for paintings for the office, but we just couldn't find um, what we were looking for. But we did find a small shop that does some cute paintings. Cool, so it was good. So what else we got? Also, the courtyard of Morocco Pavilion in Epcot has now been reopened to guests after a long refurbishment. The reopening has happened just in time for one of our favorite Disney princesses to be seen. Jasmine can now be seen on the stage at the front of Morocco Pavilion. Since character appearances are still at a distance, Jasmine does not get close, but she will pose in the background while you take your picture and talk with the guest. So that's pretty cool. Well, I mean, that's kind of what they've been doing lately is just having them kind of sit on a stage or behind a fence. And then you kind of take your almost like a selfie in front of them kind of a thing. And at the end of the day, I think we're I think we're right around the corner from real meet and greets back to being back to normal. I don't think we're that much further away from that. So I would I would be surprised if if not by the 50th, if they're doing real meet and greets by then. I'd be surprised. Yeah, me too. Now, another news, which I'm so jealous. It's the Halloween at Disneyland Resorts just got a lot better. Disney has officially announced that the guests' favorite Halloween event, Boogie Boogie Bash, will be returning to Disneyland Resort this fall. According to Disney, Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party, will be offered on selected nights in September and October 2021. Not only will Oogie Boogie Bash return to Disney California Adventure, but Halloween Screams, the fans' favorite nighttime projection show, will also be returning to Disneyland Park. And on weekend nights, fireworks will also light up the night sky. Guests will once again be able to see Halloween screens at Disneyland parks beginning September 3rd and running through October 31st. I'm so jealous. Yeah, I want to no, go good so that. bad. Yeah. What else we got? So Disney's announced that two guest favorite uh two guest favorite restaurants at Disneyland Resort Hotels will remain closed permanently. Steakhouse 55 at the Disneyland Hotel and PCH Grill at Disney's Paradise 
Pier Hotel will remain closed permanently. According to the Orange County Register, Disneyland officials have said options are being considered for both locations. I, I don't I don't think I've ever been to either, so I don't even know. Are they, are they regarded as like that good? Well, I guess we'll see if there's any petitions, then we'll know. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I haven't heard anybody complain yet, so. <laughs> Usually it's an automatic, whatever they do, it's a complaint, petition. I know, right? I mean, yeah, well, they can't, yeah. they're damned if they do, damn if they don't. There's nothing they can ever do that's, that's not going to, you know, piss somebody off, but. Yeah, the only thing is though, when they, it, usually causes more of a ruckus whenever they close something quote permanently or when they're done with it it generally because the i guess the finality of it or if it was something that was very popular you know i don't know so i guess we'll see yeah yeah all right so the disney dreamer academy will be returning to the normal in-person program on march 3rd through march 6th 2022 well this is where disney invites high school students throughout the country to apply for one of the 100 spots for an all expenses paid trip to walt disney world to participate in the program while in walt disney world disney dreamers can train in various seminars throughout the parks to improve communication, leadership, and networking abilities. This will experience mentorship opportunities with DAS, uh, DAS, <laughs> Disney cast members, industry experts, and special celebrity guests. And uh, applications are being accepted. So if you're interested in becoming a Disney Dreamer, then head over to www.disneydreamersacademy.com to apply for a spot. This is actually pretty cool. Yeah, I love this idea. That's actually pretty awesome. I wish they had this when I was younger. Maybe would have, much younger, would have had a, a chance at even trying out for something like this. But that's got to be hard. The one in 100 spots. I mean, I, I can only imagine how many people are putting in for this. Oh, I think we, I mean, thousands. I'm sure that, it's going to be like five, five figures, you know? That's what I'm saying. It's just, that'd be crazy. Yeah, um, that's like a dream come true thing for high, you know, for a kid. So, of course. Kidding me? It's kind of like walking them through before they would become an actual cast member if that's something they would look forward to. Or yeah. the college program. Or the college program. But even the college program is easier to get into than that. That's even a little bit more exclusive than the college program. So, yeah, it seems so. So, all right. Next cool. up, we've got, uh, this is for Marvel fans. Uh, Marvel fans with an Apple Watch, uh, that'd be me, <laughs> can, can now show love uh, for their favorite character with some new watch bands that are available at Disneyland Resort. The new collection of eight Marvel-themed watch bands will fit both the 42mm and 44mm Apple Watches, and they will cost $34.99 each. The band collection has a classic Marvel artwork, which includes the faces of Thor, Spider-Man, Captain America, and more. A comic book covers art that has many comic book covers on both sides, a Guardians of the Galaxy cassette tapes with a mixtape for each Guardian, a Pride character icons with six Marvel characters or character logos printed on one side and love on the other with both printed in Pride colors. And also a Captain America's Sam Wilson, Captain Marvel, Star-Lord, and a dancing baby group. These are cool. I mean, they're just Sorry, Stephanie. Apple Watch bands. Yeah, just like you said. Why is Disney <laughs> everything now? What's going I on? I know. Yeah, what is going on? <laughs> They're like, listen, make sure you guys listen to that Disney Underground that Dan fell on there. Whatever he says, <laughs> we're going to start exploring some of these ideas. <laughs> I swear to God. I don't know what it is, but it's funny. I'm telling you, we were talking about this with the watches when it came to, you know, the scanning with the mobile pass and all that stuff. And like, yeah. man, you can really do that and maybe have some where you can only get them when you actually go there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that would be cool, but uh, yeah, listen, more Marvel can only be good. Yep. All right, next we got the the Disney Wish, which is the Disney line, uh, Disney Cruise Line's newest ship. It will set sail in the summer of 2022. Has announced a new dining experience that will be offered aboard. Worlds of Marvel Restaurant will be a cinematic dining adventure, and the Avengers Quantum Encounter will allow diners to follow Ant-Man and the Wasp as they embark on their first public speaking engagement, hosting a special presentation showcasing some of the most powerful superhero technologies, such as Captain America's shield, Iron Man's arc reactor, and Ant-Man's pin particles. This would be cool. I mean, it's just more integration of Marvel and stuff like that. I like Ant-Man. You do? Yeah. I don't want to freak you guys out or anything, but I watched the Avengers this weekend. 
Are you okay? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Now listen, I'm gonna get flack for it's the first time I've seen the Avengers, but (laughs) I'm I'm going in order. I know everybody out there that's a Marvel fan is just going, oh my god, whatever, (laughs) amateur. But hey, I'm I'm trying here. I'm I'm gonna watch all these movies, and I gotta say, I loved it. Yep. Really? I love that movie so much. I thought it was so good. I was entertained the whole time. This it's funny. They're the the Avengers. They're they're fun movies. They just are. And yeah, they obviously there's a lot of action, and it's just kind of constantly going. I like a little of the comedy, you know, throwing. Yeah, Yeah, they. It was very stressful. Like that movie is just (laughs) just so much happening nonstop. Cool. All right. Um, I think that's all I got. All right. So well, let's kick it over to Steph. What do you got, Steph? I've got. Some news here in front of me. Oh, that's hey, that's good. Hey, let's talk bathrooms. Oh yeah, let's talk toilets. Yeah, <laughs> toilet talk with oh, Stephanie. Toilet, here we go. Hey, do you want to bring a little Disney flair to your bathroom? Then we found the perfect thing at China Closet on Main Street USA in Disneyland. They are now selling a Mickey Mouse hand soap dispenser that dispenses foam hand soap in the shape of Mickey Mouse, and it can be yours for only nine ninety nine. And this started where yes tokyo disney at public washing areas yeah you know they've been selling like on etsy and ebay and stuff the clips that can go on soaps Mm -hmm. oh i haven't seen that some work good some don't but this one has actually got kind of a cool design on it it's almost that uh flat art style but they're like selling out like immediately i mean it's only 10 bucks yeah it's not bad 9.99 good price that's a good I like it. But yeah, the Tokyo, I mean, it's so funny because the one in Tokyo didn't look like anything. It just looked like a stainless steel. You're pushing the soap and they're, you know, everyone's freaking out. (laughs) Gotta go. They've got the best stuff. All right. What about, Well, I thought you were talking about toilets. No, now I'm going to talk about mugs because there's some new character mugs available at World of Disney in the downtown Disney district. The Mary Poppins mug has a silhouette of Mary Poppins on one side and a quote from the film on the other with the handle looking like a tape measure. How cute is that? The Mickey Mouse mug is black and red to look like Mickey and it even has a lid that looks like a Mickey ear hat. The Donald mug is blue and white with a red bow tie and each side and it has a lid that looks like Donald's hat. And this will only cost you $19.99 each to be able to start drinking your morning coffee out of these cool character mugs. They're the taller mugs too. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's always my go-to merch at the places the mugs. But how are you going to drink out of these? They're not white. Uh oh. (laughs) I would make an exception. Everybody out there that doesn't know, Stephanie normally can't drink out of a mug that's not white. It has to be white. It has to be white (laughs) mug. It tastes better. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember when I first learned that. I'm like, what? Let's talk resorts. Because Walt Disney World has announced the reopening (laughs) dates for several of their resorts. Beginning arrival dates are as follows. First up, Disney's All Star Music Resort is opening September 16th. Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. Yay. Yay, October 14th. Disney's Port Orleans French Quarter, October 28th, and All Star Resorts on December 9th. This means that by the end of 2021, all Disney World resorts will officially be wow. open. It's pretty Which neat. means there's gonna you're gonna see the the capacity increase too because if they have more resorts open that means there's a need exactly to put what, more people in exactly what they're doing and you're gonna yeah. see these numbers go up even more by then and hopefully by then it's it might be at 100 who knows it would be nice if they actually had a plan in place for fast passes since they're increasing capacity still well well uh, i think we'll get to that eventually uh yeah. we, we got it coming up here yeah 
right. For all you patriotic Disney fans, you will be happy to know that the Magic Kingdom has resumed its daily flag retreat ceremony. In case you do not know what this is, it's a ceremony where an active duty service member or a veteran is selected from among the park's visitors who lowers the flag and then carries it in a procession down Main Street, USA, accompanied by the Main Street Philharmonic Marching Band. The flag retreat ceremony takes place daily at the Magic Kingdom and at Disneyland Park. You can check with guest services to find out the daily schedule. If you haven't experienced it, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I guess I guess I didn't know that it was a guest that did that. I don't remember seeing that part when we saw it. Did you? I did not know it was a guest. And that is all the more awesome. Yeah, and no doubt. It's this, definitely uh, emotional when you it, watch it. It definitely is. I'm glad. I hope they don't ever take that away. Me too. What do you got, Dan? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't really steal your thunder, right? Guys, everyone. <laughs> guys, guys, listen to this. I don't we know. We got a really, bunch of toilet talk. It's not really that good, so you can steal it. Well, this is this is bittersweet because there's a new Funko Pop pin, well, pins, but I'm only concerned about one of them, that arrived at Disney World recently. They feature the Pirates of the Caribbean, the Fox and the Hound, and I'm crying over this because <laughs> Sam and Joey were just there. I could have had her trucking on over <laughs> to the Frontier Trading Company to get this. She would have. A large, in a box, orange bird pin. I totally would have. <laughs> Oh, and the pen obviously looks like the Funko orange bird, but it's I cute. love that it's oversized and in the box. It's super the, cute. And the box so isn't cute. as wide, it's thin and just, ugh. And you guys know that I would have FaceTimed you screaming. <laughs> um, well, speaking of fast passes, Disneyland Paris will be ending the free fast pass system and replacing it with Disney Premier Access. Listen up because there is a rumor, Joey. That yeah. this new system will likely be coming to Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts soon. Guests will be able to choose to purchase Disney Premier Access through the Disneyland Paris app or at select locations inside the parks. You can then use the service to book an assigned time slot for some attractions, which would allow you to skip the standby queue. The prices will vary depending on the attraction and the day. Now, I've heard that this will, that they typically cost there, it's like 10 bucks is the general, but it can go up to 20. And this fluctuates depending on what time of the season or busy mm -hmm. month you're there. So it can jack up like if you're in Christmas or something and it's busy. This, this is, is concerning major. because, okay, this is, we don't know this is coming here, but what I understand is the standby then will now be basically a fast pass system that we have now, but it's a queue kind of like Star Wars. Um, Virtual queue. Where yeah. yeah, where you're booking your thing, your fast pass time, and you got to come back at that time. There aren't any, you stand in line. That That's no. it. And can I say something? though that's why i'm not so nervous i actually don't mind it we, we 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 try to fast pass the rides we want to go on the most right and we so we know when we're going to go on those rides now we can do them for all the rides and if there's something that we want to warp speed to get on then maybe yeah maybe i pay an extra 10 bucks just to like you know to get walk right on i actually don't mind if it's if it's what i've heard the version of it that i heard i'm not really that upset about it a every single park in the world that has a fast pass system charges so I'm not surprised that Disney is looking at it like, well, we that's we should do it too because everybody charges for it. We're not doing anything different than everybody else. But if it's where I don't got to wait online now, I can go see a, a show or I can go get a meal or a snack or do this or that. No, okay, well, I already know that 
I'm going to get on Splash Mountain at such and such a time. I'm already good. Like I would have done before with my Fast Pass. If I could already do that, I'm okay. I don't even think I would even pay for the premiere. I think I would just be fine just setting up all my, my rides and queues and then kind of going that way. I actually don't think it's as bad. And I, listen, there's going to be people that are going to hate it. I actually don't find it if it's, that's how I understand it. And that's how it was explained to me. I don't find it to be that bad. I'd rather not have to wait on any lines. I'd rather be able to walk and hang out around the park and sit and stand in one spot and move up a foot, sit and stand in a spot and move up a foot, sit and stand in a spot and move up a foot for, for two hours. I'd rather be able to go do whatever the heck else I want to do in the park and then show up for when it's my turn to go on it. So I really don't, I feel almost like it's like now fast passes. You could, it's basically the same thing as the fast pass, except if you want to like warp no, it speed. Isn't, it isn't Gene, because let's say you can't get it. We all know when we can't get fast pass, right? Yeah. If you really want to go on that ride, you go stand in line. You're not going to be able to do that anymore with that system. And you also got to think this is for each person. This isn't you pay the fast pass fee for a ride for a party of four. Each person has to do that. So all of a sudden, let's say we're going on this ride and let's just say it's all the way at the low side of 10 bucks and a family of four spends 40 bucks on one ride. Yeah. That that's what I was going to ask. And if we're looking at, let's say, something like Star Wars, that's more, that could be 15, 20 bucks a pop. This can really count up. I, I, I like the system in theory, but I wasn't aware of the whole standby thing, I guess. Cause See, I, I'm, I'm okay with the, I'm okay with the no standby line because if I'm going to wait four hours, I'd rather walk around for four hours. Well, I get it. Cause that's what we're doing now. Yeah. They're just now charging. I'm, for it. But like Dan said, well, they're not charging for that. It, no, no. That part's free. No, I get that. But, like he said, it, it, it does get expensive if you're paying per person per ride, which is crazy. And then on top of that, how are they going to go with allotting this type of stuff? Because you already know when you're going on a trip months out and you're picking your fast passes already, or at least what we were doing, mm-hmm. they pretty much go, especially on the big rides. There's no fast pass. How many times have you said, oh, we got no fast passes? So I don't, well, I don't think it's going to be that way. I think you, I think there'll be more. They, they limit the fast passes, so it is easier to get on. You're not waiting on as long of a line. I don't think the limit is going to be as light as for the for the standby as it is. And I also don't think you'll be able to, to do it months in advance. I think it's going to be one of those things where you do it once you're in the park. You can it, you might even have to go to the ride, and there might be something that you touch your band to, and now you know where right, your phone to. And, I'm, and that I'm okay with. I think whatever the number is, when they give out the fast passes, they run out of them, right? How it is now, they, they run out of the fast passes. I think for this, I think the number that they will allow people to wait on the virtual queue will be more than the fast passes because that's if you look at that's the standby line is always longer than the fast pass. The reason why the fast pass line is always lighter is because they don't let as many people book the fast passes to be able to get on it through the fast pass. That's why they run out. Yeah. I don't think you'll see the same problem with the standby line like that. The one thing you got to be ready for though is a much busier park because these people aren't going to be in any lines. Except well, that's that could be an inconvenience. That could be an inconvenience. Oh, but I got to really see how this. First of all, I got to see if it's the same system. Yeah, I, really, I, I need to know the details of it and how it actually works, especially in practice. Practice. Mm-hmm. And how much they're going to charge? I yeah, mean, Universal even- charged two hundred and seventy-three dollars for their fast pass ticket just for one person. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even think I would even use the fast pass. You know what the fast pass is for? I feel like at that point, if you're someone that maybe only goes every two or three years and knows they can't miss out on a ride and they want to be able to get a certain amount of rides in because they're only going, you know, maybe three or four days every few years and they have to get that ride in because they won't be back for a few years. That person might say, let me do it. But I think if you go up often enough, 
you're, I mean, I know this. I know I probably won't use the Premiere Press. I'll probably just set up each ride with the standby queue and I'll, I'll show back up in two hours, one hour, three, whatever it is. Yeah. I probably won't uh, use it where I got to pay. I probably wouldn't. Yeah. It ruins our whole day. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't agree with that comment that it's for people that maybe don't come back for like. Well, I'm only saying for me. I'm only saying for me. I know if I'm going often enough. I don't need to get on that ride in 10 minutes. I know I can, I don't need to do the premier access fast pass. I'll just go, I'll do a queue and come back in two hours. I get that. Yeah. Cause I think for like us, it's not about needing to get on it in 10 minutes. It's about trying to get things in and make sure we're able to do things because we're only there for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. I also just want to hang out. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like, oh, it's two o'clock. We got to run. It's it's three o'clock. We got to run. And then we have a reservation. Well, that's what they're saying because the thing about it. But that's what I'm saying. You won't have to, but now you don't, you can hang out. You don't have to sit on that line for an hour and a half, two hours that some of them get to. You can actually do other things. There's no freedom of, oh, let's just walk over to the mansion because it's half hour wait there is none of that it takes a little bit of the every once in a while we would run into somewhere like oh look it happens to be only 15 minutes let's go yes i know but you might but you might but you still might even see that do you think if there's a if something that only generates because it's going to go based on what time you come back is based on how many people are in front of you so if it's something that's only a 15 minute wait they'll probably say you can come back in 15 minutes right so that's what i'm saying so it's going to probably be where like when you come up to the thing you see oh 90 minute wait it's probably going to be in that sense where it'll say come back in the 90 minutes it's probably i'm that's how I'm expecting it to be is they're going to give you a time based on how long that line would have been, but now you're not going to be standing online. I think, honestly, I think Gene is on the take the way he's pushing this. He yeah. might, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's going to be great. Off the top, I'm not saying it's going to be great. I just want to, my thing is, <laughs> I just want to say that I, I've got to deal I, with uh, chapstick. <laughs> Listen, I can't say what we spoke about, but now, listen, all I'm saying is this is before I get irate about it, I want to see how it is first, because the way I'm interpreting it isn't any different, really, than what it is now. If anything, the fast passes get faster, but you got to pay for it. Other than that, everything else is on a fast pass. I personally, I've waited on lines for two to three hours for a ride and and hated that I had to. I could be doing something else in these two hours. I could watch the parade. I could go and sit in front and just hang out by the castle. I can. There's so many other things that you can do in that two hours, three hours that you i would love to be able to do but now i gotta sit on this line and move one foot every minute oh yeah yeah no it's ridiculous and for someone like me again it might not suit everybody some people might be like okay just waiting on the line for someone like me that wants to be able to get as much stuff in as i can to me it's perfect like it's probably gonna be based on how long the line would be with how many people are in front of you instead of but instead of being in front of you physically they're in front of you on a line thing on on a website or on like a virtual line yeah, I personally don't think it's going to be as insane and as bad as as or what we were originally thinking. I was the same way when I first saw it. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And then I kind of looked into what was being said about it, and I said, "Okay, well, wait, maybe it's it's not as bad." Because I know I prefer not to wait in the lines. I mean, when I when you do a fast pass, that doesn't mean you get to go on that ride as soon as you want. No, you got to right. come back at a certain time. So it's really kind of just ultimate. It's almost like giving everybody you get fast passes for everything now. And in right. some cases, maybe you do walk on in fifteen minutes, but in other cases, you might have to come back an hour and a half later. Yeah. So until we see it, I. I just want to reserve judgment because I feel like I a lot of people are piling on right now. And I feel like let's reserve judgment because it, listen, I could, they could, whatever thing I, I've seen and I've read could be completely wrong and off the rails. And, and maybe it is going to be the worst thing ever to happen to Disney. I just don't find it to be, I, I at first read for me, I, I at least want to see it in action first and see if that's I, what it is. I agree. I'm not like blowing up about it yet because like I said, I, yeah. I need to see the, the finer details of it and how it actually works. And then I want to see it in practice to see and, what I really yeah. think of it. Yeah. Cause I did make a comment this last trip i'm like man i don't know why they don't just let us instead of picking one at a time or three at a time just let us pick set them all up 
is, you know, the whole damn thing. I don't know. And, and you might, and you might see something different for annual pass holders. You might see something different for people staying on property. We don't know what that's going to be because nobody stays on property quite like they do in Florida. You know, like people in California don't stay on property as much as people in Florida. People in all the other ones don't stay on property as much as they do in Florida. In Florida is like a million resorts that people can choose from. So there's a lot more people staying on property in Florida. So you might see right. it be different for people staying at on property or even with the annual passes when those come back. So it could be very different. Florida could have a totally different thing. And at the end of the day too, I think we also got to keep in mind is, are we surprised that we ever think that it was oh, fast passes would always be free? I mean, no, they're the only park that ever had it for free. So I'm not really hundred percent surprised that eventually it was going to ever switch because I mean, nobody has, I mean, you go to any, any theme park you go to in the United oh, States I agree. is you're, you're paying, you're, you're paying hundreds of dollars sometimes. Like Sam said before, like it might cost $200 sometimes for a fast pass for per person at Universal. Sometimes it's less. Sometimes it depends on the on the time of year. So I, again, I'm not saying it's going to be great, but if it's how I envision it and how I interpreted it, I'm actually I'm actually okay with it. For me personally, it doesn't yeah, suit everybody, but for me, it would suit me. Yeah, I just gotta I gotta wait and see what it is. But we kind of got a little taste of that Volcano Bay where we would scan and it would tell us a certain time to come back. And we went and did our own thing. I get it. The and only downside was that you could literally only do one at a time. So it well, really that's why I said we got you. a little bit of a taste. Yeah. yeah. So like. Like, if that's this, then that's horrible. I don't like that for this. If I got to set something, I got to I gotta wait three hours, but I can't do another one in the middle, then yeah, then this would be, this would be a flop. This would, but I'm interpreting it that that's not the case because I think that would be a loss then. That would be hard. We were at least able to do, like, go around. There were some that were ready to go now that you were able to mm-hmm. ride. And then there were some that you needed to scan for a time. And then you were able to either go on the wave pool or the lazy it worked, river. It, it was pretty good. I mean, it was pretty good. The time went by fast. We didn't even know we were waiting an hour to do one of the rides. Right. No, I mean, I agree. We did get a little bit of Unfortunately, at the parks, we don't have a lazy river to get on. You just sweat (laughs) walking down Main Street. I'm just saying. (laughs) That's a good point. And uh, let's just make sure, Bobby, that make sure that check clears, please, Bob. There you go. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. But yeah, no, listen, it's a huge change. And I can understand why some people will be upset at the first glance. I was too. about as big of a change as there's ever going to be, especially in the world. This is like a mega, mega shockwave if it's going to happen. And I know no matter what they do, it's going to be something. But I mean, listen, they're going to get torn up no matter how, if, if it is a system that works, it'll it'll upset some people or yeah. some people just look at it as, well, it's just about money, money, money. When I, like I said, I don't even know if I'd ever even spend money. If it's the way I envision it, I wouldn't even have to. I'll just set everything up with times for that. Then I'll just hang out in the parks all day. Yeah, we'll see. All right. What else we got, Dan? Uh, well, after 15 years, the show must do Disney, which was a staple on Walt Disney World Resort televisions, has come to an end. The program was hosted by Stacy Aswad, who gained a cult following from loyal Disney fans who loved to watch her show while visiting the Walt Disney World Resorts. The show famously took viewers on a journey across four theme parks, two water parks, and Disney Springs to bring you the must-do Disney attractions and entertainment at Walt Disney World that you well, must do. I'm sure you've heard that before. With an entirely new program replacing Must Do Disney, it seems the fan favorite show and its host, Stacy, are gone. And that's apparent from Stacy's post on her Instagram on May 5th. She wrote, Happy Disney-versary to us. My life forever changed on May 5th, 2005, when I debuted as a resort TV host of the top seven must-sees at Walt Disney World and then continued on to Must Do Disney from 2009 to 2020. My one-year opportunity turned into 15-year-plus years, sharing your happiest, 
most magical times, and it remains the highlight of my life professionally and personally. I wish we would be making more memories together, but COVID changed those plans. What will never change is my gratitude and thanks for all the love and kindness you have always given and continue to send my way. Know that I send it right back to you in abundance because this kind of magic lives on forever. You guys remember? I do. I I, I would watch that sometimes on YouTube just because yeah. it would put me like in, in that mode of, because it was something you'd only saw at the resorts. Yep. It was on one of the, one of the, the info channels. So I would watch that on YouTube all the time. I think resorts one TV actually has it on their YouTube channel. They actually have it where you can see it. Um, but then, you know, then there's just random people that all have it. I've, I've watched it on YouTube all the time, especially just before going to Disney, I, I, something I'd watch, even though I know they're not teaching me anything, just hearing the resort TV, like the same way when we yeah. watch the channels in the rooms, oh, that's yeah. one of those things that just, it yeah. just, you just love watching, you know? So I'm sorry to see them like kind of end that though. Yeah. A long time. It's kind of like you get in your room and you have the screensaver, you know, on. it's like, there's just certain things that make you feel at home. Yep. Mm she was one of them uh in more news mickey minnie and pluto shared a magical disney moment with a deaf child in disneyland actually this is a video from 2017 that has seen a huge resurgence online lately of a sweet moment between mickey minnie pluto and a special disneyland guest in the video the child communicates through sign language to pluto and mickey and minnie quickly jump in to speak with him through sign language the child is thrilled and immediately jumps in and gives a grateful hug to minnie before the video wraps are you crying i'm not crying (laughs) this this is a very quick clip you should check it out i i missed this initially when it when it was put out but yeah i don't remember it yeah all of a sudden it's been everywhere but it's super it's super emotional you see her trying to talk to pluto for a second and they jump in and quickly say like it's nice to meet you and as soon as that sign is given Mm -hmm. the kid just dives into mini like is so taken aback and it just the reason i brought it up in the news is just to highlight one of those moments that you know disney really made a moment for a family it's like the miracle on 34th when santa speaks dutch yeah, yeah. right yeah, i love that movie I know that's right up your alley, man. But yeah, that's that's a great oh. story too. I mean, I wonder if that's something they try to make sure that some of the um, the cast members that play the the characters maybe they, they can do. Maybe they try to make sure some of them can speak sign language for the guests. It would make sense to see if yeah. some you know that might be something that, that maybe is a bonus to get the gig. I could see that because obviously it worked out here, you know. Right. Yeah, it's a cool story. I actually got one late addition here. One thing I noticed is uh, D23 is having a special event for gold members. Did you guys see this? No. It's um, a special event for the premiere in Disneyland of the Jungle Cruise, which is um, July 16th. And uh, what you get is it's 75 bucks. And it's extremely limited, I hear. But you get to go in at 5.30 a.m. And you are met there with the manager of D23. What is his name? Justin Arthur, I think. And he does uh, kind of a history on the Jungle Cruise and Imagineers because he was a skipper. And you get immediately put on your own skipper hat to keep and VIP credentials. And then apparently some special stuff they haven't let out and they take you on the jungle cruise for the very first ride of this reimagined version that we're all waiting for okay and um i think it ends at 7 30 so it's a two-hour window you don't get to stay in the park you don't get to you know roll around and take pictures but kind of a unique really cool idea i thought it is really cool i would do it i mean if i was there i would for sure do it i would do it for just with a skipper hat <laughs> yeah so it's really cool i like those kind of things yeah it's pretty cool I think am I up now? I'm up, right? 
So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, <laughs> but listen, let's uh, let's get into it. As we mentioned on last week's episode, Run Disney will be returning to in-person events starting with the Disney One and Dine Half Marathon Weekend, which will be taking place on November 4th, which is my birthday, to through uh, November 7th. 2021. We now know that the entire event will be inspired by Disney villains and each race will celebrate a different bad guy. The Disney One and Dine 5K will be the Evil Queen from Snow White. The Disney One and Dine 10K will be Oogie Boogie and Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before Christmas. The Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon will be Yzma from Emperor's New Groove and the two-course challenge will be Ursula from The Little Mermaid. General registration will begin on July 13th, 2021 at 10 a.m. If you are unable to make it to Walt Disney World and would like to participate virtually, then general registration will begin on July 16th, 2021 at 10 a.m. I'm going to do the 5K. I'm actually going to do it. Um, and, and you'll see we uh, will have on uh, the Castle Runner in a little bit to discuss it. We'll be talking about how to prep for the race. and But I'm actually going to do my first my first Disney run Disney event. I'm going to actually be doing the 5K. I figure I might as well. I might as well. No, listen, you got to vlog it. And then you got to put a little bit of Eye of the Tiger in the background while you're running. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I, I'm, I'll do something, but yeah, it'll be, animals follow you and stuff. Like, <laughs> I, well, I, you know, I listen. I want to do the half marathon, but because there's an after party after the half marathon. Although, and if you do the half marathon, the half marathon, uh, the after party is it starts at 10 p.m. at Epcot, and the the it's included in the price for the half marathon. If you okay. do the 5k or the 10k, you got to pay extra to get the to, to that the after party event, which I'll probably end up doing. I'm just, I just know I'm not, I'm not ready for a half marathon. I, I, I don't even, I'm probably not even ready for the 5k, but I'm gonna do it anyway. So I can just, I'll start training for that. And I'm definitely gonna be doing the 5k and I'll let you guys know as we start getting ready for that, as far as the, uh, the training for that. But, um, this was yeah, I'm fun out. I thought about doing it. Okay. So is this any, are these medals of these people? Is that, is that the medal for each race? That's usually kind of, I don't like, know if it's of them, but I know the medals are really cool. They're super nice. Yeah. I saw the really graphics nice. and I would assume that that's what's happening. That it's an evil queen medal. It could be. It could be. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the medals look like yet. But but yeah. I, I mean, I look at it. It's just it's it's probably a cool thing to do, a cool event to be part of. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And again, I'd like to be able to, to work my way up to a 10k into a half marathon eventually. But we'll start with the 5k and we'll we'll see where it goes. And um, again, it's the Wednesday is no is it or is it Tuesday? Tuesday is the day that um people can start registering for it. I think the sixth. Last week was where if you were like a like a gold member or some type of status with, within the Run Disney community, I think they could. Um, but everybody else has to wait till general. The general population has to wait till the thirteenth. So I'll be doing that on the thirteenth tomorrow. It's actually tomorrow. Yeah, so I'll be doing that tomorrow. All right. Which one you pick? I might. I'm, I'm definitely gonna do the. I'm definitely gonna do the five k, which I think is on the fifth. My or either the fourth or the fifth. My birthday is the fourth, so it'll be a kind of a a cool thing to do on my uh on my twenty fifth birthday. So. God, I, hope, yeah. I, hope you, I hope you throw up so bad. Oh, I might. <laughs> of course, as I'm running down Main Street, I'll have to stop at Casey's for a dog. Demi was doing, um, she was doing 5Ks uh, for a while there until her knees were just giving her a hard time. So See, that's the problem is I have, my left knee is, is really. Don't have to really run, people. Great. You can walk. That's true. You can walk. You can walk. Yeah. But it's almost better to do that because of the characters in the sights. Oh, yeah. I'd that be walking. True. Yeah. I don't know if you're allowed to walk the half marathon. I think that one has to be ran. I'm not going on the half minute. because when I when I spoke because <laughs> when I spoke to some not other people concerned. they were saying they were like well if you do the 5k you can walk and they didn't say that you could walk during the half marathon so I I could be completely wrong I don't know well, because they want to get out of there before the park closes yeah I mean that's, you're talking about <laughs> what third half marathon is what 13 miles right so 13 
13 miles. Yeah, because a marathon is 26 point 26, something. Yeah. 26 like point five, two, I think. Said nobody. You know, you know where the term <laughs> marathon comes from and why it's the distance that it is, right? No. Back in like ancient Greece, when they were fighting somebody, I forget who it was. The one they sent someone to run all the way to the marathon, Greece. He had to run to like another another city state, and he it, the distance was sixty. I think he ran all the way there to get help. He ran twenty six point two miles, and then dropped dead when he got there. And that's why marathon is you know a marathon is twenty six point two miles or whatever it is. Whatever that's the distance of where he had to travel from where the battle was to go back to get reinforcements in ancient Greece. I did not know that. I had no idea. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll bet you something else you didn't. I'll bet you something else you didn't know. Uh-oh. Where do fruit go here on vacation? Go. Oh, here we go. Fruit? Yeah, where do fruit go on vacation? Um, Paris. <laughs> I don't get it. Fruit, okay, pear. Don't move so the Paris. So the frozen. Oh, oh, that's really bad. Oh. <laughs> like, really bad. <laughs> well, you know what's pretty sad about this whole Bob thing? Chapa gave me that joke. He said, try that one. It's not good. No, I'll let Bob know. I don't know, but not good we- at all, really. We had two weeks we ago. Might we, cut, we should maybe cut it from the show that bad. That bad. Yeah. So here's the sad part about this whole thing. When What's you that? started asking, telling us the story about the marathon, that's where I thought the dad joke was going to pop in. <laughs> that was actually, a, that's a fun history fact. And Me I was too. kind that's of impressed good. that you had set up a marathon joke, but 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 she, but she didn't. You waited. Well, I, 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 I set up a, oh, the Paris. Yeah. Get it? Pair. Is Paris. Yeah, it just yeah. Doesn't, yeah. I did like the uh the marathon fact though. That was pretty cool. Me yeah. too. Yeah. All right. And also the Golden Oak Outpost and Magic Kingdom is reopened after being closed for a year. This food stand can be found between Frontierland and Adventureland, and they can offer chicken strips, chili cheese fries, chocolate chunk cookies, and various beverages. So that's uh that's exciting things to keep uh keep bouncing and opening up. And then um who's getting a text? Hot pockets are done. <laughs> Hot pocket. I've never it's got anything there. It's kind of muted, but it it's not working. Yeah, it always like, is closed a lot. It's like I know never I know you just told us it open, but I mean before that it it's always seemed closed. Yeah, I you saying, yeah, they just they never a lot of operating hours. Yeah, what are these chocolate chunk cookies? I knew. I it's probably like a chocolate oh, chip with but instead of chips, it's you know, like that big block, you know, like they have like the chunks oh. of it's probably like that. I I haven't seen it personally to know for sure, but yeah. All right, and uh, some big news in the world of of uh, mini golf, Pixar Putt, the ultimate pop up open air mini golf experience will be arriving in Manhattan this summer. Made up of eighteen fun and interactive holes inspired by the stories, characters, and icons from some of the Disney and Pixar's most beloved films, including Toy Story, The Incredibles, Monsters Inc., Finding Nemo, Coco, A Bug's Life, Wall-E, and Inside and Out. Following its run in New York City, Pixar Putt will continue touring nationally, slated to be presented in San Diego, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Dallas, and Chicago, with more locations to be announced shortly. This is cool. I, think I, think. I like this idea, too. I, I think know. we might have a chance at this coming to Minneapolis. I think so. It's, it looks like it's going to hit a lot of the major cities. You're going to be. It's going to be in Chicago. Why? Why not Minneapolis at that point? Yeah, I guess it depends on maybe the success. But it yeah, looks the the stuff looks cool. Yeah, I mean, I could see it being in Mall of America. We have an M M&M and M experience store, so yeah, yeah, us getting this for sure. That would be cool. I, I think that's. I mean, I, it doesn't look like they mentioned how long it's going to be in each city, but it three seems- years. <laughs> So you'll you'll see it like 2050, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. And what else we got? Uh, as we mentioned last week, Disney Springs will be celebrating flavors of Florida with food and treats from over 30 restaurants and shops. The event is running now through August 12th, and Disney has now announced that all special items inspired by the Sunshine State that guests will be able to try. 
For the full list, go to www.disneyparks.disney.go.com slash blog and search for Foodie Guide to Disney Springs Flavor of Florida. And, uh, you know, me and, and food have this love affair going. So I'm extremely excited about this. It's food and wine. It's it's flavors of Florida. I can't wait. to. I'm going to be back down in two days. And I one of my first stops will be Disney Springs. It might be Epcot, depending on what time I get in on the 14th. Otherwise, it will be Disney Springs. But I am, I know I haven't really eaten meat lately. I've been really kind of cutting meat out. But I, I really want to try uh, these gator bites they have. I've never had gator before, but they have, I have. At, at Homecoming. Um, oh, you have? What does it taste like? Is it, well, does it taste like chicken like they say? No. Um, the, I got it at the State Fair. The only thing I'll say about mine were... They were kind of tough. So these say hmm. specifically tender. Yeah. So I'd be willing to give it another go. You never know. Sometimes you get a bad batch, whatever. But it, they look good. I saw the picture. Yeah. I mean, listen, Art. I know Art Smith is not putting out something something bad. So whether it might not be my taste is one thing. But I know he's going to put out something that's going to be good in general. So I'm, I'm excited to try that. Uh, I feel like they all have a ton of cool, like just like signature cocktails for this event too. So, you know, we spoke about it last, last week. Uh, Gideon's has a, has a cookie for it, but, uh, I don't know. What do you, have you guys looked at any of this stuff? Yes. Yes. What yeah. are you looking at? Yes. <laughs> Orange blossom cupcake. Yes. Yum. Yum. I did see that one. Yum, yum, yum. And the key lime and strawberry crisped rice treat, not rice crispy treat, but crisp. Mm. Gotta drop the crispy. Yes. Treat sounds really good, but that cupcake looks so delicious. You know what looks good to me? What is the key lime cheesecake shake? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't. Who's is that? I didn't even see that. I didn't see that either. Bavolia gelato. Ah, yes. This I even have the description. It's blended with key lime juice and chunks of key lime pie, topped with whipped cream, caramel or caramel sauce, however you prefer, and graham cracker crumbs. Yum. I like the yes, idea sir. Chunks of the pie in there. Me too. Also, good. with a key lime donut is Everglazed. They have a key lime donut for the for the occasion yep. as well. Yes, There's a lot, of key, a lot of key lime all over the place. The other thing that I thought that was looked really bizarre is the Coca Cola. Okay, the Coca Cola orange cream float. Mm-hmm. Immediately, I thought, oh, they're gonna try to do. Now you guys know I love I love Coca Cola. But that Coke Coca-Cola orange is terrible. So immediately I'm like, oh my gosh, they're making something with that. No, this is Coke in a Coke, uh, the old-fashioned mug that's bigger at the top that you get to keep, and there's just a cream sickle stuck in it. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I know that's- who came up with this. I love cream sickles. So hey cool. Timmy, what do you got? Well, what do you how about we just take a coke and stick a popsicle or something in it? <laughs> that's so yeah, awesome. I, I would try that. I don't understand how that was, you know, developed, but might be love good. It. I think they got a lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff. I'm excited to. The only thing I'll say take. back to Gene's comment about the signature drinks. I wish they'd have a little more food listed as opposed to so many like hearty foods. Like there's so many just desserts and drinks. Right. Mm-hmm. I, like, oh, yeah. I like the taco, you know, fish tacos and stuff like that. I wish there'd have been a few more of those kind of items. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I think this could yeah. be like a humongous thing this event yeah i did notice though i did see a lot of key lime stuff i'm not like a huge key lime person at all so uh, a lot of this stuff i'm just like "Mm -mm." i'm not big on it the key lime pie i love key lime but i get me too 
Yeah, I think I think it's yeah, I could see it being an acquired kind of a taste, but I yeah, I do happen to like key lime. What about you guys? Well, I'm really interested in trying the Florida shrimp tacos because I really like watermelon, so it's a kind of taste. Yeah, the watermelon salsa. Yeah, the salsa. Mm. Yeah. I wonder how that tastes, but it looks pretty good. Me, the the Dole Whip watermelon. I mean, I I really do like Dole Whips. I know people think they're a little overrated some, though. I love them. Yeah, me too. When you mix them and stuff like that, um, I want to try the watermelon. I mean, I love watermelon anyway, so any type of uh, watermelonish taste with the Dole Whip to me is probably going to be pretty good. Me Um, too. Plus, it's just plopped Mm. on a slice of watermelon (laughs) it's so weird that and uh what was the other one i was looking at that i really was looking at one of the tostadas where is it at i saw i would i didn't want to say it because then my accent was going to come out yeah say with the accent where is it at uh yeah front front, yeah yeah you know the rick bayless you know that's uh, you you're a sports guy so you remember skip bayless right of course that's his brother's restaurant really i did not Yeah, his his brother's a celebrity chef no kidding yeah that one was that one there looks really good with the vinaigrette. Obviously, the obviously the shrimp is a big one. I'm not big on avocado, but the cherry tomatoes, red onions, cilantro, orange. That stuff to me, the 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 mix of that will probably be pretty good. So looking at those, and what was the other one? It was the one thing was the man the donuts really pulling me in the Everglades donuts with the cold brew. But again, mm-hmm. I'm not big on key lime, but I would be willing to try it. Citrus custard, it might be pretty good. I'm not it's, big on custard. Otherwise, I'd be with yeah. you. I would, well, was hoping thing. it would I be just, some other concoction of it's it. probably like. Bavarian cream texture, but with hints of like, you know, a, a lime flavor. That's how it looked like to me. That's why when I saw it, that's what it looked like to me. I love had a little bit. Uh, I don't like yeah. that custard or filling. I just, I'm not about it. Have you guys ever had donuts from Everglades before? Nope. No. Did you guys? I, what about, you guys they're, I've been wanting they're, to. They're good and they're huge. Like you eat one and you're you're good to go. Like, that's what I'm saying. It reminds, yeah, you, that's like the donut version of Gideon's. Oh. Yeah, and they're and they're don't get me wrong, they're pricey too because it's not like you can you know at least in New York you go to a good a good donut shop you get like a dozen for like ten bucks there it's like 30, 30 bucks for like six of them or something like that it's crazy yeah, but they're huge but they're, like they're they're they are big and they are and not only they're big but they're just filling in general like yeah. you'll see them you be like oh I can eat two of those easily you know but no you'll eat one and you'll be kind of, it's almost like a Gideon's cookie like you well, can't, that's what I'm saying. All, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that it tastes as good as a Gideon's cookie I'm saying that that you can't really put away a a cookie like you know that's you eat a cookie you're good for like hours oh, it's yeah. the same thing with their donuts yeah cookie right now yeah. Just yeah. Stephanie. Grits is really good yeah i'm a big fan i've become a big fan of shrimp and grits especially recently cool. for the watermelon bubble slushy that one looks really good too nobody so mentioned the, the grouper tacos <laughs> listen i love grouper i'm not a fish taco guy i am i well i, I, yeah, I'll have I don't eat seafood Damn, with, i don't eat seafood love grouper and you're love better taco. than us gene yeah, well, yeah, Dan. I mean, that's not my <laughs> fault. Wow. You don't make it hard, Dan. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh let's let's get to the most magical five. Okay, so we have a guest coming to the show right now. I'm very excited to introduce for a couple of reasons. One, as a native New Yorker myself, she is as well from native uh, a native New Yorker, and she also has a ton of info about Run Disney as she is a Run Disney MVP, maybe some Run Disney royalty. Let's uh, let's please welcome Lisa the Castle Runner to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for joining us. I know you've got a lot going on right now. Run Disney's back, so I know that's. Mm-hmm. 
It's like it's busy time for you. It's an exciting time. I think we've all been waiting for it. But you know, it's like everything else, fireworks and parks and all that good stuff. It's all it's all coming back to normal. So yeah, just yeah, yeah it's just and just in time too. I mean, with the summer and everything else, and then uh, hopefully those annual passes will be back right right after this. Hopefully, yeah, it seems to be opening up reservation wise, which I think is a good sign. So I, you're you're from I'm from New York. You're from New York. I actually am in the process of of converting my whole life to Central Florida. How long did you make that jump? to Florida and what made you make that jump to Florida? So we moved down here. It'll be, it's coming up on four years ago, which is crazy. It feels like it was yesterday and it feels like we've always been here. But yeah, we moved here about four years ago and it just, I didn't grow up in New York. I did my um, undergrad in New York and then I lived there for work after. And I compare it to my first time in New York as a high school student and like the energy of the city just kind of like vibed with me and it was, I knew it was where I wanted to be and I ended up spending, you know, college and many years working there and and then everything kind of shifted. And like the last, and when I came down here years ago, like six years ago, I think it was, I remember being outside at Boardwalk one night and it was just that same energy and that same like perfect, like meshing with how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, this is my spot now. So it's a long story. I'm not going to tell right now, but you know, <laughs> yeah. like all of us, we sort of figured out how to make it happen and packed up our lives and moved down here and never looked back. No I complaints. Think, I think Boardwalk might have been what did it for me too. Boardwalk, that's like my home away from home. That you know, me like too. my first adult grown up trip with my at the time, my you know, my wife when she was pregnant with my daughter, that was our first like kind of grown up vacation was at the boardwalk. And um yeah, it's like I just fell in love instantly. I felt like it was it was home, you know. Yeah, that's to- so co- so you completely get it where I'm yeah. coming from. And I especially from, yeah. especially not only just Disney, but I especially get it with the boardwalk because the boardwalk Yeah, yeah. Me, so, so we ended up buying D V C at Boardwalk because we vibed with it so much but yeah it was like it was just like you it was my first trip back down as an adult with my family with my mm-hmm. own family and i just remember like standing out on the water on the boardwalk on crescent lake and it was like columbus day weekend so it was like that perfect orlando oh, evening yep. and it was like room temperature with a breeze and like the bo- my kids were like sitting on the boardwalk watching the street put one of the street performers do mm-hmm. their thing and i just remember and i just like looked around and it didn't have anything to do with like mickey mouse or yep. roller coasters or anything like that it was just like i just vibed with this place and not to mention the fact that even even then and i mean ten thousand fold now just the community down here is so amazing and so you know we don't have family down here which is very different but we do have this like crazy network of really amazing friends so yeah it's it, it's so much about like the community and just the vibe it's one of the things i'm looking forward to is that definitely yeah. so were you always a runner before the run disney events like even back home and like were you always into like running and or have you ever done other marathons before this so i joke about this because growing up up. Like I've always been into fitness, but like growing up and like in my you know early twenties, whatever, I was not a runner. Like I would maybe like hop on a treadmill at the gym for five minutes to warm up before like a weight workout or something. But like I used to like complain and like pretend I was going to throw up after I had to do the mile, <laughs> the mile in gym class. Like I was not a distance runner, like by any stretch. And I was going through some tough stuff in my life. My dad was sick, and it was just a hard time. And all the like you know sort of tricks that I knew to deal with tough stuff like meditating, exercising, eating well, whatever. Um, They just weren't working for me because it was such a bad time. And I just 
like, I think I just hopped on that treadmill one day and I realized it was like the only way I could kind of get my mind processing and still get the, and not like, like I couldn't sit still with it, but like if I was running, I could sort of process and it just worked for me. And I started running longer and longer distances and we did end up losing my dad and I kept running. And my first run Disney race was the two year anniversary of losing him. Cause when I found out the date, I was like, heck yeah, like I'm going to show the universe like that I'm kicking. And it was kind of meaningful too, cause it was a running event and that had kind of gotten me through anyway, not to bring the room down, but yeah. So the short, long, short story long or long story short. Um, no, I definitely was not always a distance runner, but I kind of came into it and the Disney love kind of came together and run Disney is the perfect marriage of the two. So. Very, very cool. What would you, uh, what was your, your, your first run Disney, which was it a special event one or was it, which one was it? So there's four run Disney weekends throughout the year. And we're getting all four of those back, which is great. Um, my first one was the one that they have every February, which is Princess Race Weekend. And like I just said, I picked it because it had that meaningful date, kind of not knowing anything about Run Disney. I just kind of heard there was a race down here, you know, signed up for that half and trained for it. And, and it was, it was amazing. And I've never looked back. So now I do everything on property, but that princess race back in like 2016 was my first one. And and you do all four every year or? Yeah. So since we've moved to down here, especially like it was kind of hard because there's a lot of coordination with family and stuff when you're mm-hmm. traveling down doing races. So it's, I wasn't doing them all before we lived here. Since we've moved to down here, I've, I've done every race on property. So like each weekend I'll have three or four races. So I'll do all of those races all four weekends. Very cool. Very cool. Yay. So what was you, what would you say your best run Disney experience was like, which, which if someone hasn't done one before, which is the, the most fun one to, to try for the first time? So if you're not a runner at all, I would encourage you to just pick like which theme and which date works for you and pick a 5k and just do it. Cause they're so like, they're so unintimidating. They're not times at all. You can walk it if you want to. There's, you know, there's elite runners out there and then there's people who have never been on a race course. And it's just kind of a cool way to experience the parks for the first time. The opposite end of the spectrum if you're a great if you're a runner and you want like an amazing experience and my answer to your question is my first dopey so the dopey challenge is what they do marathon weekend each year and it's it's a challenge where you do a 5k a 10k a half marathon and a full marathon over the course of four days so you do one of those races each morning over the course of four days and it's just this intense amazing experience and like the community is coming together and you're all so tired and everything hurts and it's just this cool amazing experience so that's the other end of the spectrum from the 5k um but if you are a runner and you want to like just have a really intense amazing run disney experience definitely look into dopey challenge did you ever do any other uh marathon since doing run disney i guess if you did before that but since doing run disney have you done other ones anywhere else I've in the country other, i've done other fools and i've done other halves way more halves than fools. Okay. like i don't i don't love running full marathons necessarily so it's just sort of as a part of run disney that i always do it um i do i do a bunch of halves um, you can't really compare anything to run Disney. You know? You know, it's, I, it's nice sometimes to have like a low key and then all you'll, you'll always sign up. So like when you have to submit proof of time, when you expect to finish the race, when you sign up for a run Disney race. So you always need like a PR in you know, the last couple of years. So we'll always sign, make sure we sign up for a non run Disney race to get the PR because you're not running run Disney to PR. You kind of want to enjoy it. And what would you say is what kind of sets the run Disney events apart from any of the other ones? Like what are the, what's some of the other fun things that kind of come with it? I mean, it's just Disney. It's Disney through and through. It's like if Disney ran a race, that's run Disney. So you get all the, you get amazing organization. You get like great causes, like 
there's there's volunteers and the, the races benefit a particular cause that's always really meaningful. There's so much entertainment on the course, like from characters, character meet and greets, like music on the course. I'll just sum it up by saying like there's no feeling in the world like running into Magic Kingdom at dawn, like with the castle all lit up and just throngs of people down Main Street cheering for you with signs and stuff and and like running it right down Main Street USA. That's and awesome. that's not an experience that obviously you can have anywhere else. Yeah. And I think like I could talk forever about Run Disney, but like that that sums it up. So we actually do um we have a segment on the show. It's a new segment and it's our most magical five. And I was thinking since we have a, a Run Disney MVP on the show, maybe you could give us the top five ways to prep for a Run Disney race. So top five ways to prep for a Run Disney race. So I think, you know, the very first thing that you need to do is figure out what race that you want to run. And so you kind of look at the race calendar. There's four race weekends a year, and each one has a different date and a different theme. So there's there used to be Star Wars that's changing. There's like a food and wine one. There's Princess. There's like Marathon, which is sort of classic Disney. So pick the races that work, race or races that work for you, and get yourself registered. You know, I, I think if you're going to be traveling here for the race and you, you're coming with family, I think sort of managing expectations going in, like you're going to need to be, you wake up at like 1 to 3 a.m. to do a run Disney race. So you're not going to be shutting down the parks with your family. So you, they need to kind of make sure, you need to make sure that they know what to expect as far as helping you out, helping out with the kids if you're traveling with kids, all that good stuff. So, the, you know, those two things, obviously, you know, doing your, your basic training, you know, whatever race you're, you're training for, um, train for it and, you know, expect potentially very high temperatures. So you kind of want to prepare your body for that. My fourth thing would, would be, what is my fourth thing? Oh, my fourth thing is your costume. So you need to pick a costume. So based, especially based on what theme your race you're running in or just kind of what you're into, there's some amazing fun you can have with planning your run disney themed race costume if you're not into that kind of thing don't think you have to do it but like people go all out and it's super cool so if you're into a costume then definitely do that and yeah my fifth thing is just like lay back and have fun like if you pr a run disney race you did it wrong because you're paying too much (laughs) for a race in disney world for you to race through it as fast as you possibly can so just like kick back have fun find your people that you want to run with or run alone and make friends along the way if you want but like yeah at the end of the day just Put everything else aside. Make sure you have good sneakers and anything else that you need on the course and just have a good time. Excellent. Well, I actually, I'm, I'm actually jotting these notes down because I plan on trying these races when I, you know, I'll be down there. Um, I really want to try the wine and dine one because, um, is that what it's called? The wine and dine, right? Do I have the right name? Yeah. Wine and dine. I mean, yeah. is there food involved in that too? Is that what I'm? Yeah. So the big thing is that there's an after party that um, yep, you're invited to if you run, I think if you run the half, you can buy into it and then it's included in certain tickets. As long as there's but, food, yeah, there's I'm going to make it. So this oh, yeah, definitely. food involved. And like I said, like, even if you're not a runner at all, like just do a 5k, like wake up early or stay up late and roll out to the parks. And it's just such a cool, unique way to see the parks like at dawn, like, you know, just character experiences that you're never going to have anywhere else and there's such this there's this really cool community and the entertainment is wild um and they're they're untimed the 5k's are untimed so just if you register one you don't have to worry about doing much of anything except knowing that you can reasonably walk 3.1 miles cool yeah I, I, it's one of the things that I, I just want to just 
to be part of the experience, I think I want to try it. And I do want to start, I do want to start running, um, a little bit. Just, you know, like I, I'm starting to eat healthier now. I, I, I want to, I want to start doing some, some jogging, some running. So I feel like it's a cool event. I'd love to just experience just to say I've tried it and done it. And mm-hmm. hopefully it's something that I actually can accomplish and, and do and, and maybe be part of more going forward. I, I'm really excited to try it. I think I said that wine and dine one is the one I'm kind of looking for first. Yeah. Especially yeah. the food at the end of it sounds like that's the, that's the key for me. So yeah, um, it's a, they're a blast. And, just like I, I'd love to see you try one and just get the experience and see if see if you're into it. And you could do like a couch to 5K program or something just to kind of feel like you're training for it leading up to it. And yeah, yeah you'll have a blast. You'll have a blast. Awesome. Now, before I let you go, I, I know you you have a, a small shop and you have some uh, Disney themed candles. I do. Tell us, tell us about it and how else, how we can find some. Yeah. So, um, my blog is thecastlerun.com and there's a shop tab there for the, um, my candle and another scent shop, or you could go to corememorycandles.com, takes you right to the same place. Um, and I have large and small candles, wax melts, oils, and sprays. And I'm expanding to some other products very soon. But yeah, it's called Core Memory Candles. The gist of it is that you're kind of subtly bringing Disney into your home. So there's no Mickey Mouse. There's no primary colors. All that stuff that we talked about before, it's all about kind of the quiet moments at Disney mm-hmm. that kind of take you there and make you present in the moment. And so they're actually behind me. It's a nice, it's a sleek container. It doesn't look like it's straight out of Disney World. And it's kind of our secret that it smells like the contemporary lobby it, in your house. I, you know, you know what I like about them is they they're actually they could be decorative too. It's not like you see some of these other Disney candles, they just they're just clumsy looking. Yours are very nice. They have like the, the wood lids and they look I mean they're decorative too besides the fact that that they uh they smell, you know, tremendous. So yeah, they're meant they're meant to be beautiful. And they're I started making them honestly because I wasn't finding what I wanted personally. Like mm-hmm. I my house is very sort of quiet colors and low key, and that's kind of what I like to bring into my house. And so I didn't necessarily want like something with bright colors all over it and you know, burning in, in my family room. So I started making them and kind of figuring out myself and figure that if I wanted it, other people probably did too. And I was right. <laughs> yeah, no, you are, you are. So um I just want to say thank you for for spending some time with us and um and I'll, hey, I'll be a local in a few days. So again, or I'll be a local again in a few days. So I'll uh, I'll see you around the parks. And uh, and if you see me at the wine and dine race and you lap me, don't laugh at me for lapping me because I'm trying. All right. Well, you better tell me if you register. I better. I don't want to just find out on the course that you rolled in. But <laughs> I'll yeah, let you know. I'll let you know. That. I certainly will. Um, I'll, uh, so I'll see you. I'll, hopefully, I'll see you down there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Reach out when you get down here. And thanks so much for for having me on and, and talking oh, for a little bit. My pleasure, Lisa. Thank you so much. Take care. So guys, everyone, check out Lisa the castle runner check out the candles check out all her stuff on instagram with the run disney uh run disney mvp i'm run run disney i almost say run dmc every time (laughs) run (laughs) disney royalty uh so check her out lisa thank you so much again thanks a lot this is fun disney tv and movie minute (laughs) all right so that brings us to this week's disney tv and movie minute and this week's disney tv and movie minute is brought to us by jsa creations and joy what does jsa creations always do we make all your ears come true dan you need a set of ears where do you go you go to jsa creations the best in the business will take care of you they'll make all your ears come true in 3d sweet (laughs) i love it i love it i love it if it wasn't so flat the notes it would have been perfect (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what was that, Gene? I can't hear 
you might have a mic drop. Jeez. I'm sure it's, you said something funny, but we didn't. I think I still think it's amazing that Dan just came up with that, like while he was jogging. Walking. Good job, Dan. I love it. Okay, so coming to Disney Plus this Wednesday, July 14th, we have the finale of Loki, which is episode six. So for those of you that like to wait until the entire series is available, you can now binge away this Wednesday. Let me Why ask you a question. Six episodes. I, I know it's it stinks that it's yeah. that short, but let me tell you, it's gotten just like the others. It really has gotten better and better with each episode. As it opens up to more and more and more, mm-hmm. as it, it starts twisting and turning, like it's really good. So let me ask it, you this: If I watch that, someone like me right now, is it going to cause any problems with my Marvel watching? It's not that it would cause you problems, but you would be lost. Yeah, you might be I mean, a because bit. It, nothing would make sense to you because yeah, you don't. That's what I kind of thought. Well, I'm just going to go in order like I plan. Yeah, you don't. The problem is you don't know much about Loki. I'm not saying you can't watch it and enjoy it, but you won't understand Loki. Mm-hmm. So, and to you know to see all the through all the movies that he's in and how he yeah. is, it makes more sense when you see a lot of the stuff that goes on. I loved so much in Avengers when the Hulk was throwing him around <laughs> <laughs> back and forth, up and down, up and down. It was it was so funny. Yeah, like, enough. Yeah, oh my God, you. <laughs> yeah, he's just a fun funny character too. Even when he's a, even when he's really. Really you know, it, there's times you root for him because he's times he's good. And then at times you hate him because he's a bad guy. But even when he's a bad guy, you still like him because he's funny. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's great yeah. in that, that character role. It's yeah. very similar to how good Robert Downey fits Tony Stark. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He fits it perfectly. Yeah. That's, that's a great, yeah. He's almost like the, the anti-hero version of that, yeah. like that quick witted kind of yeah. dry sense of humor. And so, um, eventually Dan, you'll get to it. It's, it's a great show. And there's only six episodes with this one. Yeah. It's really, it's really good. Right. It's a, very different. Let me ask you a question. I don't I don't know if Dan and Steph can answer it. I don't think they've seen them all, but I know you guys have. Out of the three Marvel series, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and now Loki, how would you rate them one, two, three? Wow, that's pretty hard. They're um, so different, right? I mean, they're all they're way all, different. They're all very different. I Jeez. think I would do Winter Soldier first, then WandaVision, then Loki. Yeah, that's where I'm at, Matt. So I think me and Jess actually had that conversation today, and uh, I think that's we, we kind of same thing. Like, I love Loki. I love it, but... It's, I just don't find it quite as good as the other two. Well, you know what it is? It, I think it's taken them a little bit longer to tell their story, to get to this last episode of Loki. Man, if they would have just done a couple more, oh, yeah. it would have taken over for WandaVision and would have been put. It could have. And the other part of, of I, realized, I thought, at least for me, with Loki yeah. is you got to pay attention to the show because I feel like it's kind of hard to understand at times. Like this times where I've actually had to watch an episode again because I'm like, I don't really get what's going on. Danny. I'm a little lost. It would confuse them. Yeah. Even, and, and me, who's watched every single thing Marvel's ever released even with me like i said this time i've had actually watched an episode again because i'm like i don't really get what happened so i'd watch it you know usually somebody in my house hasn't watched it and so i'd watch it with you know like adrian if you came in later to watch it another day you know same way i got tricked into watching cruella more than once Um, hey does jess is she a big marvel fan we actually like i told you guys last week we actually did that it was her idea to do it when we watched all the marvels and the the order that you're supposed to watch them in last year in the beginning of covid so she's was she a fan before that or not really not I mean, she wasn't like a, like as much of a fan as she is now. Now she loves everything Marvel. She watches all the shows and everything. And the oh. same thing with Star Wars. It wasn't until she said, "Hey, let's just let's spin. we did the same thing with Star Wars a couple months before that, and we did all the Star Wars. We watched them all from Episode One all the way you know through and in, in the right order. And so then she became a Star Wars fan. She was never really a Star Wars fan prior to to binge watching all of them. And the same thing with Marvel. She was never really like she'd watch the movies here and there. But now, like if she's flipped through the channels and there's a Marvel movie on, no matter which one it is, she stays and watches oh. first. You know, so she likes it like that. So yeah, longer I mean, answer than I wanted, but well, <laughs> it's complicated, man. <laughs> I was just kidding. 
I don't think you were, Dan. But you know what? I forgive you, though. See, Dan? I forgive you, Oh. Thanks, Steph. That's so unfair. There was a little bit of silence. Right, now we're on course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't I uh, <laughs> what do you what do you got, Steph, coming up to Disney Plus? Just as exciting as the Loki finale <laughs> is sure. Disney Junior's Mini Bow Tunes, Party Palace Pals, <laughs> season one. <laughs> is this a real thing? Apparently, Minnie and her best friend Daisy Duck take on their newest venture, running a party planning business called the Polka Dot Party Palace. Which features the latest and greatest polka music. <laughs> <laughs> you know who bugs the crap out of me? Daisy Duck. Really? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm she bugs done with too. her. I'm done with Minnie. I'm done. Daisy wow. Duck. How annoying. Yeah, I can't tell if he's joking or not right now. Donald knows. Oh my God. <laughs> Probably. I'm just. Are you, wait, are you guys serious? You're done with Daisy and, and Minnie? Oh my gosh. I can't stand her so bad. What did she do to you? Did she break your heart one time back in the day, Dan? I can't stand her. Really? I didn't know this. Me and Donald have had many conversations about it. <laughs> I get it. Donald's like, why do you think I'm always so. She's kind of a jerk. Yeah, she kind of is. She's a jerk. She's mean. I don't like, I don't like that she thinks she's all pretty. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. I've seen a bunch of shows, and she's on it. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait for her to leave. Yeah, she plus, plus she walks like a duck. That's oh, so dumb. <laughs> Jean's joke. No, I was going with the joke. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying. Yeah, I thought you were commenting on Jean's joke. I thought, yeah, I thought you said oh. I was dumb. Wow, <laughs> Stephanie. Wow, I felt attacked. He but tried. Stephanie, I forgive you. Again. I was, I was going with it. Yeah, like, it didn't of course sound she's like gonna it. walk like a duck. She's a duck, but then I was like, that's Sound, so dumb. Sounded like you're. I didn't mean, Stephanie. I, I already forgive you, oh. Stephanie. Thanks. Oh, I didn't boy. mean it. Like I didn't mean it like that. You know, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> like, that's I felt attacked. <laughs> like straight up blatantly like that's dumb wow. right after you said it pretty much wow yeah like it was meant for me else you could take it well he was like well, and she walks like yeah that's so dumb right it's dumb that she walks like a duck or that i said yeah. the joke because it's no dumb that she walks like a duck i feel like she's backtracking right now are you are you backpedaling right now <laughs> no <laughs> it was great comedic timing. no recovery it's just don't... well comedic if you think it's funny to make fun of gene oh stop okay i don't I'm gonna forgive you anyway so. I forgive you anyway, Stephanie. I can't look at Steph. I can't stay mad at that face. There's nothing. There's nothing to forgive. Talks I was a making a okay. well. Agree to disagree. Let's go. <laughs> <Moving> on. <laughs> All right, Joey and Sam. What do we got on Disney Plus this week? National Geographic Shark Fest. Yeah. Shark attack <laughs> investigation. <laughs> that? That's someone's so really bad. excited. I love Shark Fest. I love it. The Paige Winter story. Paige Winter was only 17 years old when she lost a leg and portion of her hand to a shark. Experts unpack the details of Paige's attack to determine what kind of shark is responsible and what can be done, if anything, to avoid this happening again. Despite all Paige has lived through, this inspirational teen remains an advocate for sharks and, with the guidance of professionals, takes brave steps to overcome her greatest fears. Also released Friday are Croc That Ate Jaws, Shark Gangs, Shark Attack Files, and World's Most Dangerous Shark. More shark stuff. We're recording all of them. What do you got, Dan? <laughs> we bought a zoo. <laughs> it's That's long. what I got. It's a 2011. I, I really like it. Was it that Damon Vehicle? Yeah. Yep. 2011 American family comedy drama film loosely based on the 2008 
memoir of the same name by Benjamin Mee. It was co-written and directed by Cameron Crowe and stars Matt Damon as widowed father Benjamin Mee, who purchases a dilapidated zoo with his family and takes on the challenge of preparing the zoo for its reopening to the public. The film also stars Scarlett Johansson and Thomas Hayden Church. I don't this remember is a good movie. It. Yeah, it's I good. I don't remember it. I never seen it. I know the movie told me I never seen it. Is Thomas Hayden Church the guy that was in Wings? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I, know I love now. that. I love Wings. <clears throat> yeah, the movie was good though. I like Matt Damon actually a lot. I do. Too. I do. I yeah. He's got a new movie coming out that looks. I can't think of the name of it. I'm blanking on the name of it. But he's got something new that's coming out soon that looks phenomenal about his daughters like in prison or something. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks really good. Really good. All right, man. So that's going to take us to uh, this week's Disney topic talk. Let's check it out. Okay, so that brings us to this week's edition of Topic Talk. And this week, we're going to be uh, talking about our dream photo shoots in Disney. So we're each going to pick a park and talk about how we would produce our own photo shoot in that park. And, uh, you know, I'll go first. I have actually done a kind of a photo shoot in Epcot. When I was married, we actually got to go in pre-early, pre-opening, and we got to shoot around the the countries. Uh, We did it in France, in Italy. And I think that was it, just France and Italy. And um, we, me and my wife, we've talked about renewing our vows and doing a whole new photo shoot because we really didn't know what to expect when we went the first time, you know? And I would love to be able to do my dream photo shoot, would be able to do another one in Epcot, but a little bit more in depth. Like, I really would love to... um, do a whole new wedding shoot and do that in Epcot. And I would, instead of just doing France and Italy, I'd love to be able to just do a vow renewal shoot in pretty much all the countries. Like I said, we did just, just Italy and France the first time. So I would love to be able to do Morocco by the fountain, obviously Japan and China with, with right in front of the, the um, what do they call the, the, the big thing in Japan? Like that statue looking thing. Pagoda? That's like, no, not the pagoda. You know, the thing it's got, it looks like a, it's got the two posts and the thing goes across. There's a name for it. I can't think of oh, it. It's yeah. right by the water. Usually have like the dragon, like right there, like if during, during flower and garden. Um, I'd love to be able to take some shots there and, and really just want to be able to do something, but more, the other thought processes though, is each place we would do our, our shoots in for each country is I'd love to be able to have do outfit changes where something more traditional for that country so something like you know something where like jeans getting in his later ozen no we'll make you a disney i'll even i'll even do i'll even do a kilt in 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 england man um but yeah no 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 no. i want to do like i said like i would love to be able to go to france and italy is what we did before i want to do england i want to do mexico i want to do china i want to do japan and i want to do morocco and what i would love to be able to do is Kind of set our gear up or our our clothing up for each of those you know b- b- wedding but like basically get tr- the traditional wedding attire for each of those countries um which you know obviously morocco is going to have something very different than say they would have in china and something that they would have very, very different in mexico and something they would have very different in, in england and each of us wear like traditional men usually wear traditional like a tux for whatever that country is and my wife the same thing with her style of, of wedding dress i would love to be able to kind of take something in each of those countries but with our our dress kind of being what is traditional for that country and I, so again morocco i'd love to get some shots right in front of that that fountain right in that center area where there's like where it's like the opening in the, in the ceiling so you can have that sun coming in and have like some nice lighting with that uh in japan 
something more like like maybe have Jess do something kind of like like in a geisha kind of outfit. I would love to be able to get a shot in front of, and I, I hate the fact that I can't think of what they call that that thing right in front of the water, but that. Um, and then getting into China, again, traditional Chinese wedding in front of big building where they have the, the film for China there. Head over to Mexico, same thing in front of the, I'd love to take some shots in front of the, the pyramid, traditional wedding for, for Central and South America, wedding attire, and then heading over to England and doing some more wedding shots in England. But like I said, I'll wear the traditional kilt. Well, I want to basically like embrace each culture of each of each country we're doing. And but I want to be wedding themed. Uh, like I said, I'm hoping to in two years or so to renew our vows for our 10 year anniversary. And I would love to be able to do that shoot for renewing our vows and basically come up with, a, with different outfits for each of those pavilions in, in Epcot. So that would be my dream one. Um, I'd love to include Jess with that. That would be what I'd like to do. So um, I don't know what, what parks did you guys pick? Who wants to go next? We can go. So we picked Hollywood Studios. So we're huge Star Wars fans. So of course we would love to take some action shots like in in Galaxy's Edge. So for example, one of the things that I would love to have is literally just a picture of us flying the the, the, the Millennium Falcon and landing and having like action shots. Like I love action shots. I would love to do pictures there, maybe dress up in Jedi costumes, but then also do dark side because Aiden loves dark side to kind of like, I don't know, I would love to do like a whole Star Wars photo shoot. Like, I think it would be so cool. Um, yeah, I think Harrison, um, like the, those weird side buns that Layla. Yeah, I would totally yes. do it. No, I would definitely like to get everybody dressed up. Somebody could, everyone could be something. Either I could be, you know, solo, you know, maybe she could be Leia, Aiden, we could make him be an Ewok. I don't know. And then we we'll <laughs> We'll get them in the, um, it would be cool to do a photo shoot in the cockpit of the Falcon, maybe from external or something like as if an action shot. And then like, as if we're flying in the middle of, you know, in something. And then, yes, like she was saying where we would land, but then get an act, uh, some, some, some shots of where we're coming out and you've got, they could do graphic, graphical overlays or have actors where they actually have the, uh, the stormtroopers and that stuff. And it's an action you actually will superimpose over the, the, uh, what do you call it? The you know the, the lasers basically as we're fighting almost like so, a out of a yeah like a like a shot where mm-hmm. everybody's like there's a huge fight going on where we're trying to get off the Falcon and then everyone's something like that which would be that would be awesome everybody's completely dressed up I mean it's like the whole the whole nine yards there which would be really awesome so it would so, be more like action like not like not the traditional posing but just kind like, of like like mid like in motion like yeah, yeah. action shots I get it and you'd have and, and superimpose like the, the the lasers going like for the exactly guns I love it yeah. well, they do that a lot for weddings now with uh star wars yeah and that with the like lights you're on a beach and so we did it do? in cancun we're running down the beach acting like they were scared and they'll impose the star oh. wars scene behind us like yep. we're getting chased it would be it would be awesome to do yeah absolutely be awesome to do of course we'd be in full costumes i mean completely uh completely decked out and then the other one we were talking about is um because we had a few but we're going to pare this down the other one is definitely uh indiana jones i want to go over to the stunts the stunt spectacular and i want to do a photo shoot in there now obviously nobody's in there but i want to be and everybody could be some i want to be dressed as indy and i want to be coming down rappelling down the rope i want to do a scene with that i want to do one where he's actually swapping the the weight for the uh the artifact that whole scene there just um like a traditional kind of like to recreate what you would see in a movie i think that's awesome and then of course if you have a scene with like the the stunt people where everybody's same thing another action shot where it's like a massive uh, fight within the city and everybody's 
kind of like on the rooftops and coming stuff like that. I love that stuff. That to me would be a lot of fun. And then one, it's funny. It's funny. She mentioned this one that I did not talk to her about, which I had just kind of come up with, which would kind of be very similar to Gene. I would like to do renewed vows and as photo shoot. And it would be at Epcot. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Because I would like to do it in Italy. Obviously it's from fun. We can't do Puerto Rico, Cuba because they don't represent there with that, but we can do Mexico because of the Tres Caballeros. And it's like, obviously a love of ours. Yeah. I think that would be awesome to do some type of, and actually renew our vows there. We had talked about that anyway, just Mm -hmm. not, but like actually legit do it, like completely dress up and actually renew our vows there. Just because at the time we couldn't, not only we couldn't really do our original wedding there and we couldn't do anything to renew our vows because of the whole pandemic. Yeah. It would be really good to do something like that. Yeah. Is she okay? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. You look concerned. That's why keeps coughing. What? Nothing. Maybe it's because she was mean to me. I forgave her, but maybe the guy upstairs didn't. Steph says this is happening because you're mean to him. The guy upstairs is giving it to you. Tell her I forgive her, but I can't speak for him. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Dan and Stephanie, I know you guys are like two of the most creative people I know. So I know you guys had to have come up with something. This is the reason why you got, you know, let's you guys go last because I know you guys are going to shut it down with an amazing experience. I got to, can I guess? Can I guess? It's yeah. definitely Magic Kingdom, right? Yeah. I almost went Epcot just because of that today. All right. So my dream photo shoot is going to be Disney's retired attraction <laughs> photo shoot. So far, we're super surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, you will be surprised about one thing. Okay. It's going to start out at the Skyway, the retired Skyway. You're going to start out at Tomorrowland at the exactly. Skyway. Yeah. They're going to have a little, you know, in my dream and my fantasy. A Skyway car that you can get in, take your picture, a cool backdrop, and that kind of graphic of like like this, like people in the background. You know, you people at home yeah. can't see that, but I'm making a fun, I'm on a ride face. Okay. <laughs> then you're going to continue on to Tomorrowland, to Alien Encounters. What? Which isn't there anymore, yeah. Which is not oh, there anymore. It's What's retired, in its place? It's a retired attraction. I think it's Stitch, right? Yeah, but even that's retired now. Well, Stitch is gone. Yeah. yeah, so there's nothing there right now. But yeah, so in, Alien Enco- in the Alien Encounter photo shoot, the alien is going to be there and you can get your picture taken. Why are you making that? This is so weird. What is the twist? Why would you pick alien? Well, I have three more because I love that. I love you guys find that odd that she would pick. I I, I get it. But if she liked it, she liked it. Well, like it's not that it's not that it's so odd that someone would pick it. It's odd. You would pick it. I loved that attraction. Okay. And people Dan, did you know she did you know she really liked that attraction? I knew that she liked the scariness of it and that, but I just Yeah, it was cool. She also dresses up like a newsboy. Like I, I guess I'm thinking more old school stuff. Well, I'm getting there. Okay. Hey, I'll be honest, I thought it was gonna be a lot of Main Street too. I'll be honest. Well, I like the retired attractions and this is a way for me to revisit retired attractions that's my fantasy okay well, let's I see, love let's see twenty thousand leagues makes it in right right okay so then you're going to continue on to snow white scary adventures where you're going to have a photo shoot with all of the seven dwarves you don't have to go to the christmas party to have a, a meet and greet with all the snow white and seven dwarves and the hag yeah the hag isn't representative good enough not at all but no. in this photo shoot she is and mm-hmm. you can have a photo shoot with her privately because it's my fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> she, reminds yeah. of, she reminds me of Jess a little bit. 
Oh, oh. I am currently texting her. I'm just kidding. Has <laughs> she ever have they ever done a character of her? I know, like we ran into the evil queen that one day, which was cool. I've never seen the hag. I've never seen any pictures of the hag and anywhere, nowhere. And I, I, I almost was gonna come up with one for the hag, to be honest, but then I abandoned it. Then you're gonna continue on to twenty thousand leagues under the sea, uh, and see? you can have your photo shoot with the organ and in the submarine. That's a good one. <laughs> I know yeah. it's really good one it's so that's good. a real that's a real throwback yeah and these all these little photo spots are in the place obviously of the original ride so you can be like you're standing right here where it used to be okay right. and then it's going to end with mr toad's wild ride of course. and you get to get into one of the cars and have a meet and greet with mr toad himself are you going to be wearing your spats yes excellent that i'll be wearing my spats but this yeah so th- in my fantasy this is really about visiting those attractions i wish they do like if there was a fantasy about mr chode for me i would have like wanted him there with that car like that would be cool yeah he is like obviously you go to disneyland and the car's there but yeah it'd be really yeah. cool if the actual an actual character is yeah that's i said that he's I gonna always, be there i always thought it'd be cool if they did a random bizarro he just comes riding out on main street like a, 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 that's one of the ultimate like like his car just drives down main well, street like almost like a, drives a car all crazy well not too crazy because it's well, well it's, you can make it you come around motion. the hub you know the entrance kind, kind of like they did with mickey with the cavalcade where mickey would be in the convertible driving down with Minnie, yeah. kind of something like that but but Mr. it would Toad. be minimal that's awesome then he'd be gone yes i mean can you imagine if you walked into walt disney world through the gates and you pass the tra- you know under the train station and here comes mr toad in his car i kind of hope that doesn't happen when we're there for your sake <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> imagine no but that is yeah they should do those little touches just like you said before yeah. it'd be a cool idea isn't it just crazy to even think that Mr. Toad is nowhere represented in Disney World? Isn't it really like we really think about it? It's been years since he has. I get it. It's been forever. Yeah. But to think he's just not represented at all in Disney World is beyond me. Like when you really think about it. Same thing with like Oswald. How is Oswald not represented there's a lot the of, there's a lot at of, all? Yeah, there's a lot of things that are like that. It's so crazy to me. Mm. Yeah, like Oswald especially. Such a huge part of the history of Disney and it's not anywhere. I mean, even a, even a little bit. It's not even a little bit. Even on a parade. Yeah. Mm. I think Steamboat Willie would be a little more something somewhere. That's now, of course one. they show it off and on, but yeah, I love Steamboat Willie. Such a huge part that you'd think it would be mm-hmm. something. That was one of the first. I mean, that's yeah, it's about as classic as as you can get with Mickey. I always used to say like if I was ever going to get a tattoo, the tattoo I was going to get was a Steamboat Willie tattoo. Really. Yeah, that was the tattoo. I like. I, I actually like researched it and like looked for like the design I wanted on it, and and I was actually gonna get it, and then I just never got it. It's gonna be wild. where would you put it? Oh, where where you guys couldn't see? Oh, oh no, on my I was gonna get it on my arm, like yeah. over by my upper shoulder. So, yeah, that's cute. Yeah, it was like you know the you know standing in front of the, the yeah. steering wheel. So all right, well, Dan, what about you? My first one will will still look. See, I don't tell Stephanie my. I want to get a reaction. So on the entrance where we were just talking about Mr. Toad, I have a different yeah. idea. We need a little refreshment, I believe, on those character meet and greets there. Yeah, no I, I, you know, one of my biggest favorites is Chip and Dale, but they're they're there a lot. Pluto, it's just kind of get yeah. in line. It's the same thing. I want the Dapper Ducks, and it's going to be Donald, Huey, oh. Dewey, and Louie all dressed in the Dapper Dan colors, and that's oh. going to be a photo op. I love that, actually, dude. That is awesome. You never see them, right? It fits perfectly with yes. that area. Very unique and different. Yeah. 
right around the bend, I'm going to have the hosing around photo op. Chip and Dale are going to be dressed in fireman outfits. Oh. Hosing in front of the firehouse. They'll arrive from the back entrance, that little, you know, where they keep it in mini fire trucks. And their gimmick is they're going to have this hose with two a nozzle on each side that they're going to hose around with. Oh, that's so cute. I like having a little new touch. I love Chip and Dale so much, but they'd be so cute with those outfits. So cute. That would be cool. This one's a little weird. I have this idea for rolling experiences that Mm -hmm. Disney could do. And this one is called Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. And it's a rolling experience. And we'll have the Aristocats, Scat Cat, and the Alley Cat Musicians in the piano scene. You'll be able to pose with the experience. And there'll be live characters. They used to do this, by the way. They did have these characters. Music will be played from inside that piano. And what I'm thinking is that it'll be attached to a vehicle that brings this out. And I'm thinking this one would be in Fantasyland towards that back wall across from the carousel the ugly strollers it's kind of empty there and it just kind of is portable so it plops down they do the scene you're in there you get to sit like on another piano bench or whatever right there but they could do this with other things you know with other attractions and do it like that so it's not a permanent thing yeah it doesn't have to they can put it wherever they want you know for things like robin hood which is never represented like that could be one of these or or any character you wanted yeah very cool yeah. Yeah, let me yeah. let me ask a question. If, if since you're bringing MC Scat Cat, are you going to bring Paul Abdul as well? No, because they have that song together. Opposites attract. She she's not involved in this. Or is this a different Scat Cat? This is not the same. Not not MC Scat Cat. Scat Cat of old. Oh, well, I'm out then. Yeah. Well, it was MC cool. Scat Cat. Why have I never thought to recreate that video? So my next one <laughs> is. Do you do you guys like that song? Opposites attract. Yeah. I pull up I like all of you, actually. So do I. MC Skycat. Yeah. I'm trying to think of which one I'm going to. Okay, I'm going to do the, I'll do this one next. Has MC Skycat done anything lately? Oh, my God. <laughs> I just messed with you. I just messed with you. Do your line, Stephanie? What line? The line that you, you've now acquired from tonight. Well, that's dumb. There you that go. You Thank mean? you. <laughs> I'm, you playing, I'm playing. I'm next, playing. My next photo yeah. op is the Brer Bon Voyage. Oh, I don't like that. Now, you all know that I do not agree with getting rid of Splash Mountain, but if it has to happen, I want the character meet and greet. So what it's going to be is it's going to be in that area where you walk out after you get off Splash Mountain, that little cutout area that they do Chippendale at times. It's going to be an enlarged log from the ride, kind of at an angle. So it's going to be easy for you to get into. It's going to be water and the splash graphics they have behind it. And they yeah. will be there. And the all the merchandise for this is going to be exclusive. I said goodbye. Oh my and God. it's going to be the three of them waving goodbye, a silhouette on the hill. I and can't take it. How longer. can you handle that? I know I'm having a hard time right it now. Is so, I can't. I can't. But the point of this is they need a proper send off if they're going. And I agree. It's, it's not there. I agree. We never get to see these characters unless it's a passerby in the the Jamboree dance thing mm-hmm. out on Frontierland Road, which doesn't right. count because you're really not supposed to stand there and pose with them. And you never get all three. No. And this would be a great way to do it. I don't think I've ever seen any of them. You've I've, you've seen them in the parks. I've never seen any of them in the parks. They've all been in the parks, yeah. and they Bear is always out there in the hoedown thing that they do, like before the parade and stuff. They'll have a bunch of characters out there. He's there. I never caught them. But yeah, I have seen them. 
So they only have, they don't have as meet and greets. They have more like just kind of like walking through. Yeah. Yeah. And that okay. same thing, like Big Al is in there and they do kind of like line dancing and stuff. Okay. Handlers with them. And like the bear, we have a picture of me high five at him one time. Yeah. But you're not, you can't really stop. Sometimes you can, but yeah. Yeah. the bear, then they just kind of keep walking quickly. And they and they just exit. It's a quick thing, and it's over. Mm-hmm. Mm. I was gonna say we as much as we go, I don't think I've ever seen it. I've never seen any of those three. It ha- we it hang needs out to happen. over in that area. Yeah. So yeah, it's and it's kind of random. It's not set time. Same kind of thing where uh, when we were at the Christmas party, that lady and the bears pulled us into that area, and they were having like a dance party. And the, what uh, mm-hmm. building was that? The horseshoe plate or the? It was like what? five people in there yeah four yeah. and it was us and just i got a picture of her dancing with big al it's like so oh, that's fun. awesome yeah but it was yeah. super random and not not normal but i mean come on we need the splash mountain we do characters <laughs> represent i love that yeah i said goodbye and you can you can only get this stuff there because you oh, have to so go there sad. to do it i know it's sad but it's they're worthy well, like like dan said if it has to happen absolutely well i think they're worthy well, we know they're worthy, but it's like one day it's just going to be gone. And I just think it's a shame. I I do too. You know? All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll lighten the mood now. Yeah, now lighten the mood. <laughs> My last one is called We're in the Money. And I haven't decided yet, but this one I think is going to be banked over in Storybook Circus, mainly because this character has done meet and greets there before. But I think I'm going to pitch it. It's the, like world's, going with the world's largest bag of gold coins. And I think maybe we can pitch it as a circus attraction type thing, yeah. you know, kind of the oddities thing. Yeah, yeah. And what it's going to be is there will be this gigantic bag of coins, but there's a walkthrough right down the side. Like if you're looking at an apple, cut a narrow slit through that and you can walk through there. There'll be a front ledge for like, smaller kids and then a regular spot where you stand and it's kind of like the moat idea in animal kingdom where you don't know there's you know cutouts in there it appears so when you look at it and the camera will be set up just right you'll look at the bag you'll see some of the coins in front of you but it'll look like you're sticking out of the bag and behind you sitting which it'll look like he's sitting on it is scrooge yeah that's awesome that's good i like it yeah i like it too yeah Especially if Usually you get, I was going to have Huey, Dewey, and Louie there kind of welcoming people and stand in front, but then I had to pull them out for the oh, yeah, dapper for ducks. The dapper, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the dapper. I think the dapper duck one is my favorite. Yeah, me too. It would look so clean and mm-hmm. nice, just like Main Street, you know, with those vests. And, mm-hmm. and then you could have some funny interactions with the actual dapper Dan's yeah, and Donald yep, getting yep. mad. You know, it would be oh, funny. Yeah, yeah. Everybody had, I think, some great ideas, and I really did. So, all right, guys. Well, you know what that means. It's the end of another show. So let's thank our sponsor, Magical Travel by Brian. The Disney Underground is proudly brought to you by Magical Travels by Brian. Contact Brian to help you book your next vacation. Magical Travel by Brian can help you not only book your next Disney vacation, but much, much more. He can also help you book your universal vacation, all-inclusive Caribbean resorts, cruises, corporate travel, destination weddings, even Disney destination weddings. It's a free service. It doesn't cost a cent for him to to book your trip. That's the best part of it. And it's a no-brainer. It doesn't cost a cent. For info, reach out to Magical Travel by Brian. You can check them out on their website, www.magicaltravelbybrian.com. Email them at brian at magicaltravel.com. And you can reach them by phone at 1-800-883-1535, extension double nickel. Dan, Dan loves the double nickels. And we spell Brian, B-R-I-A-N. All right, so we want to thank him. We also want to thank Lisa, the castle runner, for coming in 
and uh, tell us a little bit what we can expect at these Run Disney events. And also go check out her her candle line, the Core Memory Candles. Uh, they're really cool, really nice looking too. They're not gaudy and stuff. They're really just uh, really aesthetically pleasing. Besides, they smell great. Let's go check those out. Yeah, just another announcement. I'm heading down to back to Florida on Wednesday. And we'll be recording next week's episode from the opening of the Food and Wine Festival. It's actually going to be me and just Morgan Stark on that show. And uh, we'll be eating our ways around the world, experiencing food and wine and bringing you all the, the current stuff you guys can expect when you guys make it down to food and wine. So stay tuned for that. And I guess I'll see you guys in dos semanas. And that means what, Sam? Two weeks. In two weeks. And uh, but again, you'll check, you'll be able to see me on the or hear me on the 19th with Morgan going over the food and wine festival. So check us out. And with that, I guess uh let's say goodbye to everybody. Joey and Sam, I feel like I just seen you for the first time in forever. You guys were missed last week. It's great to have you back. We're happy to be back. Yeah, it was a good show. It was good to be back. We did miss it. Um, I did enjoy listening to it, but it was as usual, a little weird. Well, I wouldn't yeah. say usual, but it's just a little weird to, you know, that we weren't on it. Yeah. Um, it was. It's always weird when one of us aren't here. It just, even when we're recording it, it feels weird. And again, that's not a knock on Morgan. Morgan's great. She's fantastic. We love her. But just having like, you know, it's having your family, you know, a person in your family not there. It's it's just weird, you know? Yeah. And, so. uh, you know, like I said, we, um, I mean, listen, it was worth the trip. Um, obviously, I wish you could have been there. I know that, that old thing backfired, but. Uh, it's okay. I mean, listen, there'll be others. I mean, obviously. Yep. So, yep. But yeah, it was good. And then um, also you can, because um, I won't forget today. <laughs> You can check us out at uh, on Instagram, uh, Pinterest, Etsy, um, at JSA Creations, Creations with a 3D instead of EA. And I think our latest, we just launched our Runaway Railways uh, today, I believe. So our most recent ones were those and obviously the, uh, what do you call it? The Ratatouille. Yeah, the Ratatouille's. <laughs> I couldn't even think of it. I was like, what the heck we, did we just release? People got to get them in time for the opening, man. Yeah. Hopefully get your, people get, get your orders like, in now. Yeah. Hopefully people like those. I'll tell you what though, because, you know, because Sammy, obviously we we bring, you know, a lot of our newest stuff when we ever we go, you know, this way we can take pictures around the park and stuff and just kind of show them off, especially when we're going to launch them. Yeah. They got pretty good reactions, especially the uh, the Runaway Railways. They were a pretty big hit. Yeah. I, I, I like them a lot. Yeah. They came out pretty good. We got some other stuff I'm working on. We'll, we'll cool. see. You know, we're cool. always... We're always working on something. Cool. And over to the Midwest, the besteners of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. Adios, my friends. Bye. It was so fun. And you can check us out on Instagram. Do you have anything? At, do, do you have anything loaded coming uh, up or not? I want to hope we can see some some uh, some video from their trip that you recently took. Is that going to be up soon? Yeah, that will be that will be up soon. I know everyone's on the edge of their seats. They went waiting. to Disney. They went to Disney. Well, the next best thing we went to see the world's largest twine ball. <laughs> and so I know everybody's waiting for that. It's coming, people. It's coming. You can check it out. Rock and roll. DW on Instagram and YouTube. Yeah, hopefully you'll leave with uh, leave with a grin, a chuckle, and have a rip-roaring day. And guys, as yeah. always, have a great today, a better tomorrow, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>